Here we go. West Hills Friends is a Quaker meeting in Portland, Oregon. You can find more information about our community at westhillsfriends.org. As a Quaker community, we encourage everyone to share from their hearts. Especially as it pertains to God's leading in their lives. These words are shared into a community that values the opportunity to respond and dialogue about what is said. The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributor. And do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Before I share our message this morning, um, just because I'm up here and I have the opportunity to get to say this, um, Stephen and I came into the parking lot from the community building side this morning and noticed that there is a new sign out by the playground um, with a really beautiful description of our meeting and how we practice here. And I learned that Mark wrote that. So um, if you have not had a chance to go out and read that, I really encourage you to go do it. It was just lovely this morning, and thank you for taking the time to do that. So again, um, good morning. I am Kayleen, and uh, I'm really privileged to get to share a message with you this morning. On the journey from the Catholic and Pentecostal churches of our youth to West Hills Friends, Stephen and I made a few stops along the way, and one was at an evangelical megachurch. You know, the kind, the big band, the choir, the big screens, stadium seating. <laughs> At New Beginnings, things were carefully scripted, and the pastor's messages always had a title. The, <laughs> the uh, everything is proceeding as planned nature of New Beginnings, I think, is why, after a while, it was no longer a great fit for us. Um, but I believe the gods have a marvelous sense of humor, and so I have to tell you how amusing I find it that just like Pastor Huck at New Beginnings, I felt absolutely led to name my message this morning. Uh, so here is Don't Block Your Blessing. Uh, we'll start in the book of John, verses 33 to 35. My children, I will be with you only a little while longer. You will look for me. And as I told the Jews, where I go, you cannot come. So now I say it to you. I give you a new commandment. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you should also love one another. This is how all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Friends, I want to suggest to you that there are only two truths we should be focusing on as we move through our lives. One, that we are all connected. And two, that the thing which connects us is love. Everything we do in our lives either amplifies that love connection or it blocks it. Life is full of distractions and interruptions, big irritations, small irritations, and a never-ending list of things we must do. In both our beautiful and our tragic humanness, 
we often get caught up in it all. We move through our days not paying attention, just trying to keep up and make it through, which leaves so little space for being fully awake. And we get into habits, habits that end up blocking us from receiving and experiencing the blessing, the love, freedom, peace, and connectedness to every living thing that is always there, constantly available to us. Our habit energies point us in the wrong direction. There are so many ways that we act which cause us to miss the blessing of love and connection. Thinking about my own life, I came up with seven. I probably could have come up with 70, but I'll share seven this morning. Um, do any of these sound familiar to you? The world sucks right now, so why should I even bother? It's not gonna matter anyway. Negative self-talk. I have really have nothing to offer. I'm not good enough. In fact, I'm not enough. Number three, I call this one digging in and doubling down. The inability to see the ways that I behave that are contributing to my own suffering. Next, it's not me, it's blank. You can insert the name of the person right there. They are driving me crazy, making my life harder, treating me wrong, taking advantage of me, taking me for granted, etc., etc. Number five, failure to be present. I can't experience any joy, peace, and freedom, let alone give and receive loving connection if I'm reliving past hurts and grievances or fretting over tomorrow that I do not control. Love and connection are available in the present moment, but that's not where I've been hanging out. Number six, an unwillingness to forgive as I go. Who do I need to forgive? Who do you need to forgive? Life is unfair and full of injustices, but letting life's injustices build up hardens us, and friends, we cannot afford to lose our compassion. Number seven, I just can't let it go. So I'm walking around like a time bomb ready to explode. What do we need to lay down? What do we need to let go of? Especially when we're hurting, we tend to turn to the wrong things. We need less self-preservation instinct in those moments, not more. I think we use these habits and dozens of others to try to protect ourselves from pain. But the truth is, we can't protect ourselves. It's the biggest lie our brains tell us. And as long as we go on believing and acting on that lie, we risk missing the blessing. What if we could experience existence as it actually is, simply the widespread arms of the gods radiating love? 13th century Christian mystic Hadowich of Antwerp wrote, the madness of love is a blessed fate. And if we understood this, we would seek no other. It brings into unity what was divided. And this is the truth. Bitterness, it makes sweet. It makes the stranger a neighbor. And what was lowly, it raises on high. We need to develop the wisdom to see that it is all grace. Everything that happens in your life is there for you to use 
to experience awakening, to wake up to the love, freedom, and peace that is already there for you. Therein lies the grace. And here's where I'll start mixing my face, which I love doing because I deeply believe that truth and love can be found in every wisdom tradition. I want to introduce bodhicitta. Many of you may already know this concept. Bodhicitta is a Sanskrit word. It's widely translated in English as awakening mind. Bodhicitta is a way to make use of whatever we encounter in life to deepen or enhance our experience of awakening. It's a way of life based on the union of compassion and emptiness. That is, empty of the emotional reactions formed in our conceptual minds. Free to experience life as it actually is without being misled by our perceptions because life actually is love and connection. We can soothe, maybe even end our suffering and the suffering of others by getting so deeply in touch with our lives that we can experience the love and connection regardless of our outer physical or emotional circumstances. Whether we realize it or not, each of our lives are a dance with the gods. Sometimes the steps bring us closer to truth and sometimes they take us farther away. Our job is just to notice, to let everything that happens be a door to a new experience, another way of waking up. As we go through these doors again and again, we are reminded that we don't control our lives. We cannot just decide to release our emotions, but we can work to create the conditions where our emotional reactions let go on their own. And this brings us more peace and freedom, freedom to experience love and our deep connection to one another. It is so easy to fall into the habits that prevent us from experiencing the blessings the gods intend for us. And so I'll close this morning with a blessing that I want to offer to all of you. May you know that you are connected to all other beings. May you feel the love the universe has for you every single moment. May you accept this experience we call life just as it is. And may you be free and at peace within it. Some queries for you to consider. What habit energies do you have that block you from the blessing? How might your experience change if you began to see that your blessings and your misfortunes come from the same source and have the same purpose for your life? What love and opportunity for connection do we miss when we cannot understand the messages being offered for lack of time or willingness to try and understand. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. 
We're really happy that so many of you are finding it to be helpful and as a way to stay connected with what's going on with us here at West Hills Friends. If you'd like to stay connected with us in other ways, we have a couple options for you. You can check out our website. It's westhillsfriends.org. There you'll find some more information about who we are as a community. You can also follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook account by just searching for West Hills Friends. You can also follow us on Instagram. We have a Instagram account with the name West Hills Friends. So we hope that you'll get connected with us in other ways. And again, thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast.